Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Always Never Write podcast, a podcast with adult ingredients and a member of the Podfix Network. We are a podcast for Gen Xers who are getting to middle age and are wondering how the fuck that happened. Hello, hello. I'm Jill Farrell. And I'm Gina Biggs. Um, on tonight's episode, we're going to take a break from all the COVID-19 news going on and give you something new to think about. So we are going to talk about what we can do when we do go out. We're going to talk about cars, dream cars, and road trips. Yes. But before we get started, what are we drinking, dear? Well, in order to hit the mark for our theme, I located a beautiful drink called a Silver Mercedes. It's basically a Cape Cod and it's got champagne, which that's, I mean, you can't go wrong with champagne, right? So it's mm-hmm. vodka, which I use Crystal Skull. Thank you, Dan Aykroyd. I love Cranberry you, juice and it tops off with champagne. So what do you think about this? I love it. It's beautiful. It's it's lovely um i do like that ahead of time you sent me the recommendation to add just a little bit of simple syrup to sweeten it up a bit i think that did help tremendously i think Um, it was a little weird before that it's not my favorite cocktail we've had i think we've had better ones but it's like shit i'm fucked up so it doesn't suck i had (laughs) i had two before this because i was like oh i'm gonna eat dinner i need to like load up ahead of time but uh i feel pretty good Plus, it's topped off with champagne, and we all know what that does to you. You know what? It does. Somehow, topping off anything with champagne makes me that much happier. (laughs) I think happier is a good term. Yes, indeed. I'm not one of those kind of drunky, like, I don't get drunk drunk. I mean, I I call it Mama Rosa drunk. I don't (laughs) get that drunk very often. And... (laughs) I saw some COVID thing that was like, on coronavirus, if you've done these things, and it was like checklists of stuff, and one of them was like, get completely hammered, and I hadn't really done that, and even with this, I'm not completely hammered, I'm a little hammered, but I'm like, ham, that's how far (laughs) I am. (laughs) Awesome, well, I'm just still like, but, you know, we'll see what the... (laughs) We'll see what happens. It's all right. I mean, this is a good drink. It's just a Cape Cod, like big deal. It's crisp. And I, I kind of like crisp stuff today because it's yeah. getting with the seasonal change. You want something light and crisp when it's warmer. Yeah. Out. I guess there I like go. last week's cocktail better, like a lot better. Last week's cocktail was amazing and I made it several other times. <laughs> what did we have last week? I don't remember. The one with elderflower. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because in the meantime, I made a... Um, uh, Devereaux, which is one de- of my top favorites of the world. Thank you. Oh, yes. I texted you. I'm like, what's it called? What's it called? It's named after a Golden Girl. Shit, what is it? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a Devereaux. It is named after a Golden We should have like a Golden Girl themed month where we like make Golden Girl themed cocktails. We should do the Devereaux. I'm sure that there's something out there that we could like tie in with the ro- like the Mama Rosa. Yeah. For Rose. I'm sure that there's some Sicilian cocktail that we call <laughs> Sophia or just make it up and the Dorothy. I mean, come on. Oh, I know. It's going to be very practical and it's not going to take any of your shit. No, I've seen some cocktails lately and I'm, I have to admit I'm a little bit intrigued because I've seen some that use like um, pea shoots and they like juice them. And I'm like, oh, OK, that would be kind of yummy. And I saw another one that used corn, and it made me think of our time in San Francisco. Oh, corn soup. And I'm like, 
corn would be kind of good in cocktails. I could sort of see that. I can see that too. And that kind of ties kind of sweet and creamy and I would do that. Yeah. And you know, the corn thing kind of ties into quote unquote road trip and it does. We were in San Francisco. I and know it was the very first time it, this is a silver Mercedes. It was the very first time I drove sort of a luxury car. Remember when we were there, we went through that silver car rental service, not a sponsor, but they could be. Yeah. Um, and we rented a silver car. It was a silver Audi and oh my God, that was so fun. <laughs> it was. And we went to the sparkling wine I used. Mom Napa. Napa. Yes, we did. Now, we didn't take the silver car to Mom Napa. We had a driver because we were going to be drinking. Yeah, and we duh. felt like we should be responsible. However, I loved driving that Audi. Remember, we drove down Highway 1, and it was, like, so turny and twisty and so much fun. Oh, my God, that was the best. I believe that you have a recording of my screams. Um, <laughs> someplace and I, that, think I have it on a computer someplace of you screaming going oh my god oh my god we're gonna die because if you've never ridden in a car with Jill it's um and it's an experience and you I'm know a good driver yeah you that lets go me around the drive around the driveway uh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely good driver yeah I just want to say who hasn't had a ticket since she was 19 versus me. I had one ticket when I was 22. Okay. Uh, but so how many? That's the one I got arrested for, but. <laughs> okay. That's a totally different story. It doesn't have anything to do with road trips. No, but it automatically disqualifies you as the better driver of the two. No, Just... it doesn't. You suck as a driver. You drive like I'm... an old person. That's, I'm very cautious. <laughs> yeah, you are very cautious. You might as well drive a Buick. Which I have to say, T drives a Buick and he got a ticket and I will never let him live that down because not only did he get a speeding ticket while driving a Buick, but he used to be a, quote, range instructor. So he was actually a driver's ed instructor. (laughs) And so he can never, 100%, never give me shit ever again about my driving. Uh, and you, you lost your card <laughs> now admittedly it was the first driving ticket he'd ever had ever like speeding ticket ever like he's 50 something years old and he'd never had a speeding ticket ever until this uh, one and i'm like hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> i well i want to say i've only ever been pulled over three times in my entire life yeah. Uh, well, excuse me, four. One was on the way back from your wedding rehearsal. But um, <laughs> but the first time, awesome. <laughs> the first time was my one and only ticket. And it's because I drove a shit car and I was going down a hill and I knew I'd have to gun it to get up the next hill out of the valley. So I did. And I got pulled over um, for speeding during the valley. And, um, I explained to the cop what was going long and he was unrepentant and gave me a ticket anyway. I was 19. I've not had one since. Now I was pulled over six months later with my cousin Randy in the car who teased me so much. I burst into tears. So when the cop walked up and saw me bawling my eyes out, he's like, uh, here's a warning. I'm like, yeah. So 
Um, and another time I got pulled over was for me wedding rehearsal because I had a headlight out, but I'd been to Walmart and the new headlights were sitting in my passenger seat. And I showed him to the cop and said, I'm going home right now to do it. And he's like, okay. So I got out of that. When I lived <laughs> in Midwest, one of my jobs was I used to run parades and things like that. And I worked very closely with the police and so one time I actually got pulled over in a, in a school zone, which is like super no-no. Oh, verboten. Like, yeah, super verboten. And if you get pulled over in a school zone, you're pretty much screwed and your ticket's like $5 million. Um, and I sent a note to my police friend and I'm like, hey, man, I got pulled over in the school zone today. Is there anything you can do to help? And he's like, why didn't you just tell the officer who you were? And I said, well, I didn't want to be all, do you know who I am? (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to be a Karen. Right. I didn't want to be a Karen. Who I think is the new Carol Baskin, by the way. I think Carol Baskin (laughs) is the new Karen. (laughs) Anyway, um, I sent him an email and he's like, I took care of it. (laughs) So I didn't have to pay the ticket, which was amazing because it would have been so many more than like my whole budget for the month. Oh my Uh, gosh. Yeah, those are such expensive tickets. And I and I totally get it. You need to be careful. But I was only going like five miles over the speed limit. Oh, which reminds me, the only other time I ever got pulled over, I was on my way to go shopping with you. You're involved in two of my only pullovers ever. Tangentially. Wow. I feel like and that's something about you. I think you're a bad influence. That's yeah, I wasn't in the car. No, but I was trying my darndest either to get away from you or to get to you. So, you know. Um, I feel like maybe you should have just chosen better. I I (laughs) should have. Either don't get away from me so fast or (laughs) plan ahead and get there on time. But I got another warning because I played the, oh my gosh, I'm an attorney. I really should have known better. And I was very apologetic and she just gave me a warning. I think they're usually pretty nice if you're, if you're cool about it. I mean, yeah, agree. Yeah. I think or if you're crying down to, I don't know that like, I've never cried on purpose. I mean, I burst into tears one time when Millie was in the back, but it wasn't my fault. Cause I just was super broke and I got pulled over and I like, couldn't even, I just oh. was thinking like, how much is this going to be like my whole month budget? Because I only had like $300 a month to buy all the things that we needed. Oh, I remember those days very, very well. I mean, for you and me both. Oh, yeah. yeah, It sucked so bad. Yeah. Um, Single momming is hard. It is hard. So props to all you single moms out there. Especially right now. Oh, my gosh. Like, we're in the midst of the coronavirus stuff, and if you are single momming right now and you're taking care of your kids, if you're working from home or even not working from home, that's probably harder even still than anything else. So, shit, that would suck rocks. Oh, man. uh, Anyway, yeah, props to you. You are um, additional unsung heroes of this thing, and... Let's move to happier topics. So back to cars yes. and car chips. Because so I developed this severely. About, I want to talk about like the cars we drive, our dream cars. Mm-hmm. And I want to try and encourage you to dream a little bigger. 
Um, <laughs> and I want to talk about the road trips we've kind of taken because we've had a few sort of semi road trips together. And then I want to talk about road trips we want to take and one in particular that I'm really hoping that we can take sometime in the very near future. I was hoping we could take it this year, but I feel like with everything going on in the world, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. So next year. Next year. Um, So let's start with the cars that we currently drive. Tell us what you drive. I drive the very practical and long-lived, from personal experience, or long-lived, I've heard it both ways, I don't judge whichever way you use, Um, but the long-lived Honda CR-V, this is my second Honda. Honda's are good cars. Hondas and Toyotas are fucking amazing. Oh my gosh, my first CR-V went to 250,000 miles, and I drove that fucker hard. I mean... I know you did. When my dad was sick, I drove five hours every weekend down and five hours every weekend back for like three straight months. And I continued to drive it. It only died um, when I moved to the job that I ended up getting fired from. But that's okay. And I only replaced it when um, John the Brit finally determined or spleen, as we may occasionally call him now. We've um, actually started calling him Spleen, and we've started calling AJ the Bean, so there's Spleen and the Bean. Yeah. Just because spleen. of the last episode where we called, we talked about John the Brit's Spleen, so I started calling them Spleen and the Bean this last week, and it worked really well. And AJ's uh, tall and lanky like a string bean, so, Absolutely you know. he is. He's a sort of freakishly beanish dude. I don't I mean, seriously, he's like, anyway, um... <laughs> I, I don't even know how he is like five eight and he's like nine years old <laughs> yeah <laughs> well he's like five, he is seriously about five six and he's 12 years old but he's also still wearing a child's 14 oh my god how do you even find things there's is that all his he should just yeah he should just wear sweatpants yeah, his pants are. She could have some sweatpants and some Uggs. He could just wear Uggs. Oh my gosh, he's so long-legged too that his all of his pants are like three inches too short. Right. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do. Anyway, so um, yeah. So, but where was I? Oh yeah, I only got rid of my last CRV at two hundred and fifty thousand miles when I was picking up Bean from the school one day, and Spleen goes, "I really don't like the idea that you have to pour water on the engine to cool it down before you can restart it." And I'm like, "Fine, I'll fucking get a new car." So I got. It's also yeah, I have to side with Spleen on this one. I know fair, but I've had a car that I used to have to pop the hood and unplug wires to shut it off. Um, so you know, this is not new for me. If it still runs, it's still functional. Um, uh, I feel like you and I need to talk about standards. Probably, but right now I'm on my second CRV and nope, I, put, I agree with that. CRVs are good cars, especially I put 80,000 miles on it in one year. Um, driving a lot of miles. Well, true, you were driving back and forth a long way. Yeah, I mean, a four hour trip. Um, there and a four-hour trip back every weekend during my year on the road. Um, And we've talked about your year on the road a little bit. Yeah. That said, um, Spleen has said that if I do get a promotion at some point, um, I should get a new car, and he will take over the CRV, and we'll give. I think that's perfectly appropriate. 
And at that point, we'll give up his 2003 Camry. But he also, when I told him on our topic. Toyotas are amazing cars. Toyotas will last until, like, your last breath. My mother has a 1991 Camry that literally every time she takes it for, like, an oil change or something, people are like, are you going to sell that? Do you want to sell your car? Do you want to sell your car? Hey, I'd buy your car. Do you want to sell it? (laughs) That's because awesome. it's got only it only just now turned a hundred thousand miles. Holy oh. crap, that's insane! Yeah. Like now, I want her to give her car to Millie. Oh yeah. Well, if you want, if um, Splain takes mine, his only his is a two thousand three and only has a hundred and ten thousand miles on it, and we bought it with awesome. ninety thousand miles on it. That'd be awesome. Maybe we'll work out something. That's how much he drives, by the because way. Because technically. Where we live, Millie could be driving this year. And I'm like, uh, no. That's no, terrifying. No. It's terrifying when your kid figures out the whole driving thing. Not going to lie. Millie is still having little seizures. <laughs> 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 like She doesn't have them most of the time during the day. And at least right now they seem like they're under control with medication. And I'm like, Oh dang, (laughs) because I can just hear being like, you know, my seizures are really good. I'd like to start driving now. And I'm like, "Mm, no, because the first time I get behind the, I sit in the passenger seat with her behind the wheel. I'm going to just like freak the fuck out because I can't even see that being a positive move. Situations like that are exactly why the hashtag mommy needs Xanax exists. Um, and like, it's valid. I feel like edibles are the way to go in this case. <laughs> <laughs> They're not legal here, but perhaps if we take a trip to Las Vegas, we could send ourselves some. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I love Hondas and we love Toyotas. And mm-hmm. I even, when I got Nina, her 16th. When I got Nina a car the year she turned 16, I specifically asked one of my friends who's a car dealer, can you find me a Honda CRV with about 100,000 miles on it, preferably the old body style? And he did. And her car named Anderson sits in our driveway while she's working overseas or going to school overseas. But there you go. I mean, it's, it's a good car. They're good cars. They will last a long time. Oh, yeah. Nina's in particular, when I did the airbag recall, they're like, this car has at least 150,000 more miles in it. It's All right. Well, let me ask you this. I don't want to talk practical. Ugh. I want to talk literal dream car. What is your dream car not your practical oh this is what I can afford dream car I want to talk about like if somebody just said to me I'm giving you the car that you have always wanted for your whole life or at least for this part of your life it can be a luxury car it can be any car you want doesn't have to be practical they're going to pay your insurance they're going to pay it's going to be completely paid for everything's paid for what is the car that you get I've done soul searching because, dear listeners, Jill has yelled at me about this a lot. Because one because time I said, She's an idiot sometimes when she talks about this. Uh, but I think one point I said, My dream car is a Nissan Pathfinder. And she's like, And I was like, Fucking what? Aim fucking higher. So yeah. I've, I've thought about this. I have given this a huge amount of thought. Tesla Model X. Oh, those are lovely. Tesla Model X is a really good choice. Mm-hmm. The Model X is gorgeous car. 
It's semi-rolling back doors. It's kind of an SUV, so I can still get in and out of it easily. Yep, yep. That's a good call. I'm proud of you. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I reached and it was hard, and I don't know that I'll ever own one. That's a very good call. Tesla Model X is a really good call, and those are incredible. And here's the cool thing about that. If you had the Tesla Model X and you had to drive to work or to Jeff City or wherever, you could just put it on like autopilot and you could like do shit while you're still paying attention, but you could still be doing shit. I could. So if I'm going from like St. Louis to Kansas City, I'm like, here you go, autopilot. La 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 la. Yeah. And I can text you. Can you can still be watching. You can, but you can text me. You can still watch the road. You can talk to Nina. You can do whatever you need to do while the car is just basically driving itself. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good call. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you. I knew you'd be proud of me for a minute. I love. I will admit, I love the look of the Lamborghini, but I still had to be somewhat practical. They're gorgeous, they're gorgeous but with but with my knees, getting in and out of something that low sitting would drive um, me nuts. There's a Lamborghini SUV. Fuck. Okay, excuse me while I Google. There's also a Maserati SUV that is <gasps> beautiful. We see them around here all the time. They are fucking gorgeous. Oh my gosh, there is a Lamborghini Urus. <gasps> yes, there is. Okay, but I like the environmental responsibility of the Tesla. Yeah, yeah. That's not what dream cars are about. I know, but I can't. Check out the Maserati SUV. Okay. Got to spell it right. Ah! <laughs> yeah, the moder- Maserati SUV. One of the kids at Millie's school has one. <gasps> so beautiful. The Levante. I think I prefer yeah. the Lamborghini SUV, but the Levante They're is pretty beautiful. sweet. Here's the cool thing. Okay, so one of the things we discovered around here, and this will go into my car trace. So yes. one of the things we discovered when we moved here, I was driving a Buick um the fuck was, was that called? Enclave. enclave? Yeah, Buick Enclave. I was driving a Buick Enclave when we moved here. And it's a big-ass car. That is a big-ass car. <laughs> but we drove it um, partly because it made sense. Millie had a bunch of friends, and we would haul them around sometimes. And my mom would need me to move things for her sometimes. And, you know, just in general... What is it you were saying about Buicks earlier? I'm just They're old people cars. They're totally old people cars. But, you know, they're trying to get away from that with that whole Tiger Woods thing and the whole Shaq thing. So Buicks (gasps) are totally old people cars. Because Tiger Woods and Shaq are the epitome of young and hip. Yeah, of course. Because (laughs) that's exactly what you're looking for. (laughs) I will say the Buicks were very comfortable. It had a great ride. And uh, it looked good. It looked good. You know, mm. it wasn't a gross looking car. It didn't look like old people car. It didn't look like Ma and Pa Kettle were driving it. But <laughs> like it was a big ass car. So our lease was coming to an end. And as we were driving around here, we didn't see anything like, we didn't see Fords. We didn't see Hondas. <laughs> we didn't see anything like that. We, we saw Mercedes and we saw BMWs and we saw... 
Maseratis and we saw even Lamborghinis and we're like, how are people affording these kind of cars all the time? I mean, this is, it doesn't seem like a, a place where people are super splurgy, but at the same time, it's a little bougie. Like it's a bougie area, but it's not like dripping with diamonds kind of bougie. <laughs> not so, like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> not like going to, to Target in a full length fox fur coat. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I started doing a little bit of research. And as I started to look, a lot of these car manufacturers, I don't know if it's because of just the sheer amount of options that there are here but these places have incredible deals and I ended up being able to purchase well to lease a Jaguar (laughs) for about the same I'll, I'll say the initial lease is less than my lease on my Buick Enclave was but we added a couple of things like I added the like windshield protection because it has a heated windshield and I added another thing. So a couple of add-ons made it a little bit more expensive, but it's not significantly more. It's like less than a hundred dollars more expensive than my Buick was. And I'm like, why would you not get a Jaguar if you can get a, if you can get a Buick or a Jaguar for basically the same price, why would you not get a Jaguar? Well, yeah, especially with the cool little lights it has. Yeah. The- and I've got these puddle lights off to the side that, like, make these little pretty Jaguar symbols. And and in general, the Jaguar, it's smaller, which I wanted, because the Buick, like, in our parking lots, the Buick was difficult sometimes to turn mm-hmm. because the parking lots are sort of compact. And I wanted something a little bit smaller. So... Being able to go to this one size-wise made sense, but in general, like having this car made so much more sense. I'm just super happy. And had I gone with, I went with a higher mileage uh, option for the lease because I drive back and forth to my mom's house Mm. sometimes. And I wanted to make sure I had the available mileage to do that. Mm. Um, So that's part of what made it that much more um, in addition to like the windshield protection and stuff like that. But if I'd gone with like a lower mileage, it actually would have been cheaper than the Buick to get the Jaguar. And I'm like, why would you fucking not get a Jaguar if you could get a Jaguar? Which is way better features. So as someone who essentially drives a dream car, I'm curious, what would your actual dream car be? How do you step up from that? There is very little about my car that I would change. There's only one, I'll say, feature that I would change. My car has, you know, the heated seats. The only thing I would change is some cars have the heated and the cooled seats. I would like to have the cooled seats. Oh, Especially living in Dallas, you know, it's hot in the summer. It'd be great to be able to turn on your car and it has like, your seats are nice and cool. You don't have to sit down on the hot. That's pretty much the only thing I'd change. So your dream car is your car, but with cooled seats. Yeah. Fuck, that's amazing. You are 
dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's another version of, I drive an E-Pace. There's an F-Pace, which is just a little bit wider. It's the mm. same. I think it's about the same length, but it's just a little bit wider. And that might be good if we were doing more driving, but because I work from home and we don't literally, we don't go anywhere. It's okay. Um, if I had more, I'll say hauling, but if I had things that I had to move around and stuff like that, it might be nice to have the F pace instead of the G the E pace. But overall, I really like my car. Your car is awesome. So let me put it this way. If you if we were to turn you loose on the Audubon, what car would you take on it? My car. And I would go really fucking fast because <laughs> I think you were with me. Didn't we, didn't we like drag race somebody when you were with me? Yeah, we did. I don't remember the exact circumstances, but yeah, we did. And you're a monster and you yeah, killed it. Really fucking fast. It's fast and it's good. That was I in mean, the Dallas area. I remember that because he's like yeah. looking at you and he like went by and like waved like props, Chicky. You rocked it. <laughs> After yeah, you killed He gave me props. Um, Rexy has a fantastic Mustang. Oh. And her car is kind of awesome. And Avi, her car could be mine in a drag race. But... <laughs> My car is pretty good. And honestly, I get like street raced kind of on the regular. <laughs> and say maybe a couple times a month that I'm what? out someplace and somebody is like, run, run, and I like pull out of the stoplight and I'm like gone. And they're like, what happened to you? We're going to put on the regular into the drinking game, by the way. I think we need to. You say it a lot, and I kind of love it. I so do. I will make note of that on the regular drinking. If someone dropped me onto Audubon, I'd get a fucking Aston Martin. Why wouldn't you make that your dream car then? Um, because it, um, if I have to drive it regularly, it's too low sitting for my knees. Oh, yeah. Does Aston Martin make an SUV? I'm going to have to look that up now. I'm pretty sure like everybody makes an SUV. If Lamborghini makes an SUV, I'm fairly confident everybody does. All right. Look, they they do. They do. They do. So I would take that. Okay. That's another that adds to my dream car list. Um, Because I'm sorry, Aston Martin, they custom fucking build them for you. Yes. Everyone. They do. Individually is made for you or for James Bond but another know. car we see around here kind of frequently and I won't say super frequently but I'll say like I've seen them around here once a month or kind of thing and that's Bentley and those are made <gasps> individually oh they are I can't remember if I said it or not but I used to live in it before or not but I used to live in a town that had a Bentley on Main Street <gasps> Bentleys are incredible the other day, and I'll say this was about a month ago, I was driving back from Target before COVID, driving <laughs> back from Target past a Lotus on the street, oh. past a McLaren on the street, turned into our neighborhood, and there was a Bentley Park there. And I was like, 
where do I even live? What even is this? Holy crap. I know it's, there's a lot of car envy happening around here. And T and I routinely are like, what's that car? Oh, what are you? You're so pretty. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So I'll admit another kind of kind of dream car I have, but I would never even in my richest fantasy days be able to justify it to myself. But my boss, my amazing, awesome, beautiful human being of a boss, she drives on an Audi Q60, I believe it is. And she drives it in a bright and she has the bright cherry red version. And during COVID-19, are amazing. she texted me one day going, oh my gosh, I just realized there's an app for starting my car. And I'm like, she goes, why did I not I know this before? I have an oh. app for starting my car too. I love that. That's incredible. That boggles my mind. I mean, my okay, CRV so I- doesn't even have Bluetooth. So I, okay, yeah, you need to upgrade. It's I time. need to upgrade, but it's only hundred thirty thousand miles. I know I got at least a hundred thousand okay. more. I can in ten minutes. You're gonna get a promotion, and we're gonna upgrade you. I'm <laughs> coming there when it's time. The weekend you go to get a new car, I am coming to help you because you're... otherwise you're gonna make bad choices. <laughs> you know, probably fair. And then. I want to talk about what road trips we're going to take because Say, if we were in, yeah, if we were in a stream car, where are we going? Yeah. Well, we don't have to necessarily take our car because why put mileage on that? We can rent an incredible dream car. You know, they've got those like fantasy car rentals. Oh. So we rent a fantasy car and we take our road trip. And the first road trip I want to take is the bourbon trail. Fuck yes. Oh my gosh. Does it go near Louisville? Because if it does, I want to swing. It starts in Louisville. We fly into Louisville. We rent a car. We stay at that (laughs) bourbon hotel. I think it's you and me and Jenny and Rexy. The four of us. We go there. We get a car. We rent an amazing, like, it could be a limo for all I fucking care. Oh, We stay at the hotel, we stay at the Bourbon Hotel, and then they take us wherever the fuck we want to go. Yeah, because the first night, we ain't driving if we're in Louisville. No, No, the hotel itself has amazing places. Like, there's this Bourbon-themed hotel, and I want to, I can't remember what it's called, and I'll look it up. Um, Hold on. The Bourbon-themed hotel in Louisville is called Distill. It's a Marriott property, and it's called Distill, D-I-S-T-I-L. And it sounds incredible. We will stay at one of those um, at the, like, they have a suite that is, um, you get to have, like, a bourbon cart brought to your room. room, And they, like, give you all the bourbons and, like, tell you, here's what you're trying, mom. Try this bourbon. And then they (laughs) tell you all the things. So we're going to do that. That will be our first night. Okay. And we then go. after that, we'll take daily tours. And we'll do it just like our Napa tour where we, like, rent a dude who takes us to things. <laughs> well, a car driven by a dude. I don't want it to sound too nefarious. I don't know. I kind of like renting a dude. <laughs> and, you know, that dude was very nice. He was so cute. And he brought us Mike and Ike's. That was awesome. 
What I remember is when I told him about my the job I had at the time and my when I explained why I was quitting. And like, yeah, they said, what, that's when I weighed over 300 pounds. And they said, if you can't take care of yourself, you obviously oh. can't take care of a team. And he, I remember him looking at me and with such sincerity and going, what are they talking about? You're beautiful. And you're obviously, you have it together. And I'm all, hey, you're nice. Yeah, it was completely <laughs> awesome, right? Yeah, he was. If he hadn't been sincere about it, if it had come off as smarmy, I would be hating on him right now. But he wasn't. He was he sincere. Wasn't. He was lovely. Was his name David? I feel like it was. David or Barry? And I don't know why I'm going with those. <laughs> I don't think it was Barry. I don't think. No, David sounds. I feel more like it was like. David because I feel like I remember his name being kind of like my dad's. I remember it, it. I think it was David because I know I've known a lot of very nice Davids and very nice Dougs. So it was. Oh, it might have been Doug. You're right. It was right. one of those. It's. Because I don't know why. I feel like it was David though. Every David or Doug I've ever known has been awesome. So I have assigned him David or Doug in my head. Yeah, I assigned him David in my head, but it could have been Doug. Yeah, but he was it's, a very very nice man. And I really enjoyed, and he had so much knowledge about all the things. And the thing that was the craziest about this particular road trip that we took in Napa is that (laughs) the very next day when we flew out, we heard that there was an earthquake and it affected all of the wineries we had just been to. I know. Insane. Because we've been to Mum Napa, um, I think Domaine Chadon. Yep, Domaine Chadon. Mom Napa, and there was another one, and all three of those were affected. Yeah, yeah. All right, you need a refill, don't you? I do. Time out. So we talked just a little bit about the bourbon trail. I do want to talk more about that because, and I'm pulling it up on Google right now. The bourbon trail is an incredible uh, road trip. It's basically a trip of all the bourbon distilleries. It's sort of like a Napa Valley, but in Kentucky. And you get to go to all the bourbon distilleries. You get to go see the bourbon places where they do, um, well, (laughs) where they make bourbon. Mm -hmm. But the weird thing is, Like, you can't buy bourbon at the distilleries because they're all in, like, dry counties. That's so wild. I know. While while we're in Louisville, by the way, we have to try to see Jerry and Tracy. Polly. The Mm -hmm. Billy Morrison. So, you know. Of course. Because they rock. Of course. Anyway. But I digress. Are Tim and Rebecca there? Um, They're in Arkansas. Oh, well, that's not even close to Louisville. No, but I'm sure we can find something there where we can do something, but we'll figure it out. Anyway, I took us off topic. So yeah, that was far, but we do love them. So we should definitely try to see them. Maybe we can invite them along with us. Maybe we could do like a haunted bourbon tour. Oh my gosh, that would be so stellar. That would be fun. And I know it doesn't cost that much to do the bourbon tours. It's like... Depending on what you want to do, it's like $89, depending on if you have a person to take you. I mean, it costs different for different things, but I think it would be totally worth it. And especially if you brought your friend and I brought my friend and we just showed up there, 
It would be wow. incredible. That would be a friggin' blast. I love it. Yeah. 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 I think it would be super fun. Okay. I have another road trip that I want you and I to do. What's and that? this is one that I've never been to New Orleans. <gasps> I was there. For, that's where my senior class took its um, senior trip. So I've only been there once. And I was 17, so I couldn't drink, obviously. So it so, doesn't count. So it doesn't count. So hell yeah, I want to go back. And that was like in 1990, so pre-Katrina and everything. But yeah, I want to do like the Hannibal Burris, let's make a parade type of thing. <laughs> like we get a parade. Um, the two of us, we can make an always never right parade. We can have friends join us. Anybody, like we could advertise it as... Anybody who wants to join us can, and we'll do like the always never right parade and we'll have like, we'll go from bar to bar on Bourbon street. Cause Bourbon street. Hello. Duh. And um, you all know that's my favorite. Oh yeah. And I have to have a hurricane yes, in New Orleans, a real New Orleans hurricane. Of course. I know, which seems kind of sad um, in Katrina retrospect, but you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, that just occurred to me. But you know, um, the next time you come down here, you and I should take like three or four days and go down to San Antonio because San Antonio has amazing stuff to see. We could do a little San Antonio road trip. We could stop in Waco. You could visit Magnolia Farms, which is where that Chip and Joanna Gaines have their bullshit. Oh, gosh, I love their stuff because they always redecorate houses that are a lot like mine. So I love watching their shows. <laughs> That's yeah, the Sarah shiplap stuff. thing. It's all about shiplap. I mean, the funny thing is um, Millie found out that I was stopped in Waco one day. And she <laughs> said, there's nothing there but death and shiplap. Because, <laughs> oh you know, David Koresh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> you know, fair. So Death and shiplap is in Waco. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's actually, I wish I could remember the name of it, but there's a little um, place in Missouri, not far, like between um, St. Louis and Kingdom City, that has like a bourbon distillery that it's has like. like t- Kingdom City? Yeah, there's a place called Kingdom City. So it's like. Oh my God. It's between St. Louis and Kansas City. Um, okay. But there's a little somewhere between St. Louis and Kingdom City is uh, what does it? Oh, I think it's Wood Hat Spirits. I think that yes, I'm leave, I'm googling and yes, I'm. We have a couple of bourbon page. distilleries here. We have one that Rexy and I have actually been to for a. They had a class. I say with air quotes, a class <laughs> about how to make cocktails, um, <gasps> and it's it's really it's really really close to here. It's like ten minutes away. It's nice. called Scent Distillery. And they actually talked to me a little bit about possibly you and I doing a show from there. Okay. Yes. It's really cool. And they have really neat stuff. Um, and when I was there, they did some cocktail classes. They did a lot of cool stuff. And I think it would be a really neat thing. The Bent Distillery. It used to be the Witherspoon Distillery. And they had cool bourbons and whiskeys and stuff like that. So it would be something we could do. Cool. I will check out Wood Hat too, because I've heard they're pretty good and they do tastings. They have a tasting room, which obviously is shut down right now. Yeah, but, everything's uh, shut down right now. 
everything shut right down right now. But that sounds fun. So yes, we have road trips. We have road trips out the wazoo. We have road trips. And we could do them in our dream cars because I think you can, a lot of rental companies will let you rent dream cars. So we could try it out with like renting cars. That way you could try renting a dream car. I don't know that they have Teslas, but you could try renting other things. Maybe I could get the Affinity. Oh, you could try an Infinity. I bet you have that. I rented a Volvo one time and they had the most comfortable seats I've ever sat in. They like hug you. Oh, that sounds lovely. It was cause... lovely. Oh, I That's actually do that. how we started thinking about purchasing or leasing something that was not a normal, what we normally buy. Mm. Well, of course, you know, being from the Midwest, we just didn't have the options that we have here. And here, the competition is so incredible that you can get stuff for like eight monies. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I just think it's so wild that you drive a friggin' Jag. I'm like, I ah. think it's crazy that I drive a Jag. And I remember, I'm like, I drive the ultimate soccer mom car, which I love. You do. And it's wonderful. And that's great that you love it. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I would drive a Tesla Model X in a heartbeat, too, if, if the opportunity yeah. rose. But I think I got some student loans payout for that happens. But eh. yeah. Oh, well. Of course, now you're not going to have to pay income or loan um, interest. interest income, <laughs> interest on your student loans for the next six months. So you could like every payment you make goes 100 percent to the principal for the next six months. Oh, that's awesome. I should have mine and uh, be, or spleens paid off right before Nina's come due. Yay! Oh, awesome. Nina can fucking pay her own student loans. That's what kids do. Uh, you know, typically, but, you know, I, 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 I pay yeah, for her. Yeah. She pays for her graduate degree because yeah. I'm that mom. So Well, if she's living with us, though... <laughs> That's true. It sounds like a possibility. Possibility. <laughs> it's definitely a possibility. Oh. So um, I made a second drink and I added a little bit of my honey syrup to it. Oh. But the honey syrup that I made is a smoked honey syrup because I used my smoking gun. Oh, that so good. Oh, my gosh. Dear listeners, get a fucking smoking gun. You can find one on Amazon. I'm a cheap ass, so I bought mine on Amazon for 15 bucks. It's worth it. Worth it. You can do amazing things with it. All right. Okay. Yes. I think we've actually covered this pretty well. We've talked about dream cars. We've talked about a few road trips we've taken. We've talked about road trips we wanted to take. So we've got excellent plans. We've got beautiful goals. Someday, and then, like, if we can ever leave our houses again... (laughs) We can plan another wonderful road trip. I am 100% down for that, especially if we hit that bourbon trail. I can't think of a better trip for us. I totally agree with that. I agree. I know. Um, And no matter what, listeners, we are always here for you, even if we're on the road. So check out our website, alwaysneverwrite.com, for recipes, episode guidance, we also have a contact us page, so feel free to reach out if you want to hear anything in particular. We're going to work hard to cover it for you. You can also message us on the Facebook page, and we do check that regularly, too. So don't forget to 
message us there. Yes, indeed. And don't forget to tell your friends that they can enjoy our podcast every week. We release new episodes on Sundays. And if you're stuck in quarantine, it's the perfect opportunity to binge listen. Yeah. And your friends can always find us wherever they get their digital media. This has been another roadworthy episode of Always. Never. Right. I'm Jill. And I'm Gina. And thank you again so much for making us a part of your week. And we'll talk more next week, my dolls. And thanks for joining us on the Podfix Network. Standard disclaimer. Always Never Write is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guiltiest sin assholes.